0: This podcast is for those of you who want to start or grow your business. You inhale everything you can about improving your mindset and may even have the action plan. But what's getting in your way every time? It's those damn human emotions. I'm Jessica Lee McKinley, life coach for millennial entrepreneurs and your host of the What's Happening podcast. Hey, hapsters. I've missed you. I've missed you so much. That sounds weird, right? Because it's not like we're hanging out. We're in social distancing. In a lot of ways, though, time is is flying by. Already, this is the fourth episode I've recorded since coronavirus came and quarantined us and changed our lives upside down. But in other ways, it's passing really slowly Is anyone else experiencing this? Social distancing is making me hyper aware of the intimacy that I really took for granted in my daily interactions. Can I even tell you, I was watching a movie the other day and it, like most (laughs) rom-coms, set in New York City. And the meet-cute, I don't know if you guys know what a meet-cute is, but basically it's when the two main characters love interests how they meet, um, their very first interaction. It's called the meet-cute, fun fact. Um, the meet-cute was them bumping into each other physically as one was walking out, out of a coffee shop and the other was walking by. And I was like, I, I want that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I miss the casual instance of just bumping into someone and it being like, oh, sorry, sorry, excuse me. And then just going on about your day. And I I had that weird craving and I was like, I just need to share this with someone because what a weird thing to miss. But of course, this new circumstance is triggering new thoughts for us and then creating new feelings for us. And then what do we have to do with those feelings? We have to just sit there and process them because we have Nothing else to distract us, except for, of course, food, alcohol, trash TV, whatever else is distracting you right now. And listen, I mean, it's not all deprivation and nostalgia over here. So many beautiful new things have also come into my life. Like I uh, did a live brain candy on my Instagram in a mask the other day, like a face mask. (laughs) And no one thought it was weird. I've always been cool with being intimate and human and vulnerable and my weird self on the internet, but now finally it just took coronavirus for other people to be forced to come around to the beauty of being able to connect with people over the internet in a very authentic, real you way. And what a time to connect with our clients, right? The whole world finds the same 10 freaking memes relatable right now. I mean, hallelujah. How hard was it for me to find the proper meme that was going to speak to every single one of my clients, especially having a global audience, a multilingual audience, and having them all think it's funny. But now it doesn't even matter if it's in English or in Spanish. Everyone thinks it's hilarious when they see toilet paper in a meme right now, right? Because it's relatable, which, listen, brings us to our topic of the day, because it's not all bad and it's not all good, but yet some of us are focusing more on one than the other. And we want to know what the other person's secret is or what their problem is, right? And I want to let you in on the topic of the day, the ratio that changed my life way before coronavirus. And once I tell you this, you're going to be interested inducted into a top secret club, a club whose members allow themselves to feel emotions in the proper ratio. Okay, the right amount of positive, of negative. But before I tell you, I want you to guess, I want you to guess what the percentage is, because I think it's so interesting, right? Like, I, I had a theory about what a how what percentage of the time a mentally healthy, well-adjusted, successful person experienced positive emotion? And when I first started out, my theory was that the goal was for it to be a hundred percent. But of course, since no one's perfect, I figured I just rounded down to about ninety-two percent. Right? Hashtag sound logic. Yeah, no, it wasn't very scientific. But of course, that was my hypothesis before I started out doing happening. Um, happiness experiments. And what I found was that the ratio for positive to negative emotions in a normal, well-adjusted, mentally healthy person, even a successful person was nowhere near 92 to 8%. So what I discovered actually is it's it's 50%. It's 50-50. I know, but this can't be. I know you guys. I kind of had a fit about it myself. Like 50% positivity? That's all I get? I don't, I don't buy it. There are happier people. There are some people who are happier than the average person. They must be happier than 50%. There are some people who experience negative emotion more than 50% of the time. Am I right? But like, so if this 50-50 is true, then what's the point? What's the point of bettering myself? And also, you know what? No, it's not true. I just don't believe it because, and I would come up with all these arguments. And when I tell my clients this, especially right now, people have very strong, logical sounding arguments for why 50-50 can't be the case. It can't be true. Something like, I'm experiencing more than 50% negative emotion right now in quarantine, or my sister is way, experiences depression and I don't. So she experiences less positive emotion than I do or I was way more positive before I lost my job and my uncle to COVID-19 right there are some very serious cases to be made for how the past the world before COVID-19 was better than it is right now how it was more positive and now it's more negative and I hear you. I mean, I made these arguments myself at first, but even these arguments fit into the ratio when you look at it hard enough. When you look at it with a scientist's mind and not with your emotional mind. To give you perspective, the way I always like to do for myself, I like to reference a movie. If you're not a movie buff, you're going you're gonna to have a tough time relating to me <laughs> because I feel like movie analogies are kind of how I make my points. But nevertheless, let's go down it. Even if you haven't seen it, I'm going to explain the plot. But the movie here is Pleasantville. Have you seen this? Pleasantville. So Pleasantville is this movie where um, Reese Witherspoon and Toby Maguire, I'm pretty sure, um, get sucked into a TV into a TV show called Pleasantville, where basically everything looks like a '50s '50s home. Like set up and everything looks perfect to the perfect eye and you know the wife is at home baking and cooking and the kids have perfect everything and the basketball team is always winning and everything is just so pleasant right but it's all feels very one note there's no real conflict at all and what happens is that when these two real people get sucked into the show they start to ha- have real emotions and introduce people to real positive, amazing things. Amazing emotions like desire and awe and curiosity are introduced. And what you soon realize in the movie is that if for every positive emotion that's experienced by a character, their counterpoint to that emotion, the negative emotion, is also immediately introduced. Feelings of, of characters feeling, being able to feel threatened or feeling judgmental or worried. And this is the case of the human experience, right? It's such that we can't have a po- an experience, a positive emotion, without also knowing its counterpoint. It's why those people who have suffered loss or experienced hardship or struggle in their childhood, maybe, can experience a greater sense of appreciation a deeper sense of appreciation for what they have than those who never had to feel what life was like without it. It's why those of us who've lived through COVID-19 are going to be stronger for it on the other side because we know that it's temporary and that we can handle any emotion that came our way regardless of whether we thought that we could or not. It's why plenty of people who have experienced a depression before, so my father, who lost plenty of money when the economy crashed back in 2008, 2009, and he, it was his first experience of this, you know, national, global real disaster. It's not exactly the same, but sure, a situation where our brain tells us like the world is ending. And everything's the worst it can possibly be. And it's never going to be the same. And it's never going to get better. And, you know, doomsday thoughts. And he feels way more calm now having gone through that and been through that. Now, many of us, many of you listeners did not have too many assets or really anything in the game during that time. So this might be your first time experiencing it. I know I, for one, was in college and my experience of that time, 2009, was very different than current present day where I have a lot more at stake. I have a child now. I have a business now. I have way more expenses and responsibilities, right? And so my brain has different thoughts about it. But again, it's that 50-50, right? Coronavirus cannot mess with the ratio. If you're experiencing fear, it's because you also believe and feel you have something amazing worth losing, right? But you might not be focusing on that positive right now because the positive seems like a given, but the negative is new, right? And there are plenty of positives that are new right now, but our brain naturally is out to look for problems because it associates these problems with danger or errors that need to be changed. And in some cases, there are things that we cannot or should not really be changing. We need to stay home. It feels like it's a problem, but right now it just is a fact. And so what else can we control, right? We can just feel however we want to feel about that and that can be okay. Okay? So The question I had, though, was, okay, fine, fine. If I can get on board with this 50-50, if this is the way things will always be, then what's the point, right? What's the point of trying? What's the point of being better? What's the point of achieving? What's the point of growing? What's the point of striving to become this person who's more patient and kind and all these things if I'm always going to just feel crappy 50% of the time and amazing, still, it's not going to change the ratio. Well, I, my new theory, and what I've come to believe and what I teach is that fulfillment in your work and in your life is a two sided coin. It's like a two sided coin. It's always going to be 5050, right? Coins are never gonna, you know, have a different shape, they're always going to have one side and then the other side. But there are many different kinds of coins and we can choose which coin we get to carry in our pocket and how we want to spend our 50 50. Not every 50% is created equal, right? So within that negative 50% and within that positive 50%, there is a large variety. So in order to make this more clear, this I, I have a graphic on my website, so if you want to look at it, you can, if you're in a computer, if you're not driving or in the shower, I don't know where you listen to podcasts, you weirdo. Um, you can go to your computer or on your phone and you can look up whatshappening.com. And on my homepage, if you just scroll down a little bit, I have two coins at the bottom. And these are examples of two possible options of coins that you can carry. Now they're both 50-50 but they're, they're complete. they feel completely different now. Okay. So option number one, let's call this coin the comfort slash stagnancy coin. Okay. I do know I just made that up, but the comfort slash stagnancy coin. And that one looks like this. The positive 50% is comfort. It's certainty. It's instant gratification. It's pleasure. It's ease. It's all of these positive emotions that really are associated with the short term. It's kind of like immediate positive emotions. It's positive emotions that your primitive brain would choose. The the brain that's in control when you're thinking in the moment. It's the it's the part of your brain that goes away from the fear and the discomfort and towards whatever is comfortable and easy, pleasurable, right? Okay? That's on the 50%. And then the other 50% of that coin is stagnancy. It's slow to no growth. It's boredom. It's feelings of of, self-judgment, uh, lack of purpose, lack of direction, low energy, feeling stuck, feeling shame maybe, feeling regret. Now again, these kind of vary, but I'm just giving you one example of one type of coin that might come from choosing one to experience one positive emotion the other negative emotion kind of is linked to it it's on you're choosing the coin it's like actually I don't know if anyone's seen those those uh Instagram stories that keep popping up that it's like choose your quarantine house and there's always like uh an awesome person that adds a lot of value and there's always like a crazy psycho person that you're like I don't want to be stuck with but you're like uh, eh. like if it comes between Gordon Ramsay and like I don't know. I don't want to offend anyone. But Britney Spears or whoever, you're like, I guess I'll take the hit on that because Gordon Rams is going to cook, cook me up some sweet meals or Kanye West or whatever. And, um, you know, Dr. Phil or someone who's going to be able to keep you sane and someone who's going to drive you crazy. Right. You got to have that give and take. And that's what it's like in the coin. It's going to be 50-50, but you can choose. So another choice between a coin would be this rock the boat, rock your world's coin. So that might look like the negative 50% side would look like failure, would look like willingness to experience discomfort, uncertainty, delayed gratification, sacrifice, risk, feeling vulnerable, having vulnerability. And then the positive side would look like growth, progress, possibility, a sense of purpose, achievement, fulfilling your dreams, right? And it's still 50%. But you get to choose. And listen, if you get the Friday feels emails that I send out, and if you don't get on it, you can subscribe via um, my Instagram or via my website or if you're a client or if you follow me on any social media platform and again if you don't follow me on Instagram let's connect there what's happening what's happening you know the podcast title w jess on insta or connect with me on linkedin love to connect there with other entrepreneurs business owners see what you guys do Jessica McKinley over there you know that i believe that there's no wrong way to be showing up in your life no wrong way to be processing this transition with coronavirus You get to choose which coin to carry in your pocket. And you can switch it up. No matter if you're learning to cook gourmet meals via YouTube in your free time of quarantine, or you're having handfuls of corn pops for dinner. I don't care. It's all valid. It's a valid part of the human experience. You cannot break the ratio, okay? And I don't want you to think... That it is possible for you to choose wrong. But what I do want to offer you is that if you fail to choose, if you don't make this choice consciously, you will default to coin number one, the comfort and stagnancy coin. Because your normal brain is going to choose the positive first and then on the other side of that positive, you're going to automatically be experiencing the backlash of these negative emotions, right? Whereas if you choose to work with me, I am going to, you're going to have to be in pursuit of coin number two. It doesn't mean that it's better just for the purposes of what I do, for the purposes of helping you grow a business, for the purposes of helping you grow as a person and become a like live into a higher version of yourself, it requires discomfort. It requires you to be willing to fail. It requires a lot of uncertainty and some risk and certainly delayed gratification and sacrifice. It requires you to get vulnerable with yourself, with your clients. It requires you to be willing to be wrong about what you're capable of right now. Okay? And it's all valid. It's all good. There have been plenty of nights this week when I've chosen to have corn pops, or actually, frosted mini-meats is more accurate, for dinner, and to put on some Grey's Anatomy and to just do nothing, to let my son have a little extra screen time than normal, and yeah, it it didn't feel so great on the opposite end of it when I came out of that that you know numbing place where I felt. I felt good. I felt like I, a chuckling from Meredith Grey's shenanigans because I didn't have to deal with my own. And that was all good too. I gave myself permission to not always be totally on and pursuing having coin number two in my pocket. Okay. So let yourself switch it up. Let yourself process it be willing to experience and open the door to all of the emotions. I think just knowing this ratio has helped me so much because it's helped me to stop beating myself up for experiencing a negative emotion. It's supposed to be there and it's in fact unavoidable, okay, for everyone, for anyone. It doesn't matter how mentally healthy you are. Now, if you're experiencing serious depression if you have a chemical imbalance this is not a podcast that's addressing that i don't need emails for you telling me that you know you have a chemical imbalance or that you know someone who really does not this wouldn't apply to this wouldn't apply to them my audience are people who are high fun functioning individuals i want you guys to know that no matter whether you're high functioning or not negative emotion is a part of that and it's okay. You're not going to die from it. And the, the negative emotion too is something that you can lean into and choose on the front end. And if you choose your negative your 50% to be discomfort and failure and uncertainty and sacrifice, you probably won't be experiencing as much of the self-judgment or the shame or the regret or the lack of purpose, right? Either way, you're going to have 50-50, but you get to choose. All right, you guys, that is what's happening.